John Chiara is a photographer. His approach isn't likely to be copied by too many others. He has supersized the process with a homemade camera the size of a camper trailer. I've been building cameras for a while, and I think it was just a natural step to, to build something larger. It's like basically two and a half, three car lengths. So I have to find some place where I can roll up and um, parallel park or somehow get the camera in a position to take a photograph. John's camera is as simple as the earliest photography equipment, a box with a lens. I've kind of made photography like as labor intensive as I think it could be, you know, in a way. The one good thing about this is like, because it's so hard to get, to focus it or to like get to its focal point, it also means it's like not gonna move at all even if it was really windy, so I could take pictures on like a really windy day and it won't affect like the, the quality of the image. I usually take one photo a day and it's pretty much all I could really do in a day. I wanna take a photograph from this vista where I'm, where the camera is like facing down and uh, picking up the glare off these rooftops which are behind this tree. So yeah, I just have to tilt the whole thing first and then, then I'll set it up. I like to go to places where it's not necessarily a grand view or like picturesque view. For a while I was obsessed with making like really perfectly saturated, pristine photographs. And then at just some point, I just like, just let go of it and just started thinking about photography in a different way and started developing my own, my own process and like kind of creating my own rules. So, and then I'm just gonna like sit in here for a bit and just see if I could see the image and just sort of like, just use a little white piece of paper and kind of move around and make sure it's like what I want. Like it takes, it takes your eyes a while to adjust to it. I think my obsession with it is sort of taking me to this point to where I'm like, yeah, inside the camera, basically part of it. Like all you can really see is like really, really bright points of glare. Um, and that's how you can check the focus. This is my, my makeshift trap door to, to my suffocation box. Because I have to go inside um, in the dark to like uh, load the film. And then I have to come out, take off the lens. It's super hot in there. <laughs> the exposure process begins the minute the lens cap comes off. John controls it with his hand. I'm burning in the bottom part of the image, but I'm blocking the light from the top of the image because the sky is so far brighter than what's happening on the foreground that it has to be like equaled out. Otherwise, like the sky would completely blow out. I don't use a way of gauging um, how the image is gonna turn out with, through like a light meter or, or even like a stopwatch. I, I just try to use my intuition. Usually it's, you shoot, you develop the negative, then you print, but basically I'm, I'm printing and shooting at the same time. This is one of the first images I took with 
the big camera. It's a Petrow Hill overlooking the mission. John's pictures are big, and they seem framed as if the camera placement was accidental. My memories of when I was a kid, a lot of them are these, these just visual, nondescript memories of staring off into space. I had a strange childhood, you know, and it's like, I just grew up with this tumor that like hung off my chin, so I'd get, you know, I'd get kind of harassed. What I remember are these strong visual memories, so I'm sort of trying to create this process that um, follows that sort of psychology. It's like the image is just barely there. Because the images are so big, I feel like I can push them to the point to where they're, they're almost falling away. Like maybe more of the image starts to come at the longer you look at it. I feel like it references apparitions or memory in a way. It's like goes from being an objective image to, to something that's more subjective. And I feel like that, tra that transition might cause like a sort of a sublime sense, a sublime, a transitory sense. There's no way, like there's no setup method for developing like large prints and I don't have a processor to develop it. So I'm using like this old school drum processing technique, color processing that's just like really rudimentary and basic. I got hold of this 18 inch diameter sewage pipe. I've uh, capped it off with, with these caps and made them light proof. So basically I just pour the chemistry in and out and just roll it across the ground and it agitates the picture. Well, when we pulled the image out and in, into like the hallway and we put some light on it, yeah, I did see like this this huge sunspot, and um, I got excited about that. I mean, the image had all the elements that I wanted in it, but it just was a little more subtle than a lot of my work. I spent a lot of time just staring at the work. I feel like. You have to spend time with the work. You have to you have to like think about everything that has happened, everything in the process, how the image turned out, so that you can like move on and know what to do next. I feel like yeah, some people probably just say, "John, you're doing everything wrong." You know, <laughs> you're going backwards. But I don't know if I'm going backwards. I feel like I'm trying to make something that's that's my own and that's like new.